0: Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, June 29th, 526 AM Central Time. Uh, grain markets a little bit quieter here this morning. December corn futures up two cents at 538 and a quarter. November soybeans up three and a half at 1268 and a half. December Chicago wheat up three at 689 and three quarters. December Kansas City wheat up three at 811 and a quarter. December spring wheat down a quarter cent at 827 and a half. Uh, as has been the case a lot recently, why don't we start with weather this morning?
1: Significant rains are expected across portions of Illinois, Indiana, and Iowa this weekend. Eastern Nebraska, Northern Missouri, and Western Kentucky may also see substantial rainfall. The 10-day forecast offers additional rain. The six to 10 and eight to 14-day outlooks favor odds of above normal rainfall. US Corn Belt rains yesterday were extremely spotty and featured only light amounts.
0: I think a huge chunk of what happens in the markets next week hinges on this rain event that's supposed to take place over the next 72 hours if this thing is a bust and you don't get these rains in illinois that they're talking about there's some pockets of illinois um, the forecasts are indicating like three inches of rain over the next uh, three days if this event is a bust i very much think the markets could uh, stage some sort of uh, recovery and substantial recovery early next week so you know we'll be a lot smarter come Sunday night would be my guess but a lot is riding on this Um, the forecasts continue to indicate that you're going to shift toward a wetter pattern here during the month of July, uh, the 6 to 10, 8 to 14 day. Um, These are just odds, but favor odds of above normal rainfall. So that's going to be the deal. Uh, That's going to be the deal. Now we've got an acreage and stocks report tomorrow. Uh, We talked about it yesterday. We'll talk about it again tomorrow morning. That's another potential market mover. But in regard to the weather, this rain event, probable possible rain event this weekend, that's going to be the big deal here.
1: So speaking of weather, uh, if you guys are subscribers to our premium content, you get one heck of a video every Sunday uh, evening. Joe, will you tell me about that?
0: So, yeah, I think, I think as I mentioned, I think a ton of what happens uh, come early next week is going to hinge on the weekend rains. We do these uh, pre-open weather updates on Sundays uh, during June and July because we're in weather markets, because the markets can react violently one way or the other on Sunday night into Monday uh, based on what happened in, in weekend weather, both rainfall and forecasts. So we send that out Sunday about 6 p.m. Central, an hour before the markets open. Uh, Yesterday, we did a video with Brian Split, ran through... Uh, corn charts, soybean charts, a bunch of other stuff. Looked for uh, support areas, resistance areas, some possible uh, targets for cash sales if you're a quarter soybean grower, that sort of stuff. If you guys want to see the premium videos, you get the videos, you get the morning newsletter, text messages. It's all included here. Go to standardgrain.com. You can sign up this morning. This is a $50 per month subscription. You can cancel it any time. There's no other fee. There's no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. You can sign up this morning with your credit card, guys, on your phone or computer. takes about one minute. Uh, Piece of cake. Give it a shot, guys.
1: USDA reported a flash sale of US corn to Mexico on Wednesday, US exporters sold 170,706 metric tons of corn to Mexico. Of the total 149,366 metric tons is for delivery during the 2023-2024 marketing year and 21,340 metric tons is for delivery during the 2022-2023 marketing year. The last flash sale of US corn was was on April 14th for 136,000 metric tons of new crop corn for delivery to China.
0: Okay, so this is 7 million bushels in total. Most of it's for new crop. A 7 million bushel sale is not going to save a piss poor US export program. The book of new crop corn sales is bad. The book of new crop soybean sales is bad. This is a start. Mexico is about as reliable as they come when it comes to. Um, Corn business in the United States. China has been good, and, and China has been the new, uh, you know, flashy object here the last few years. But historically, you go back. Mexico's always been um, like one of our most reliable, if not the most reliable, buyers of U.S. corn. There's been some of that those GMO headlines floating around again this week. Uh, that relates mainly to uh, white corn for human consumption, which is is th- that's totally separate from what we're talking about here. They're going to continue to buy um, corn for uh, feed usage, essentially. So it's it's good news not a market mover by any means we'd love to see some more of this
1: Canadian farmers have planted more wheat than expected the most in 22 years to be exact year-over-year plantings are up 7% farmers planted an abundance of wheat as they plan to capitalize on high prices but yield may suffer due to drought across the Canadian prairies crops in southern Alberta western Saskatchewan and southwestern Manitoba are particularly dry
0: yeah there's definitely some concern regarding dryness um here's the breakdown so total wheat acreage up 6.7 percent at 26.9 million in canada durham up half a percentage point just over 6 million spring wheat acreage up substantially 19.47 million that's up eight percent year over year Barley acreage up 3.9% at 7.3 million. Canola up 3.2% at 22.1 million. Uh, Corn acreage in Canada up 5.5% at 3.8 million. Soybean acreage in Canada up 6.8% at 5.6 million. I think they saw this as being maybe a little bit negative for the wheat market. The wheat market has uh, a million problems. Make this a million and one, I guess.
1: U.S. ethanol production held steady week-over-week. Weekly output of 1.05 million barrels was consistent with last last week and down only marginally versus the same week last year. Ethanol stocks were pegged at 22.98 million barrels. The print was up slightly on the week but down 2.1% compared to the same week last year. Implied gasoline demand was down marginally compared to last week but up 9.4% versus the same same week last year. On average, over the last four weeks, implied U.S. gasoline demand is up 3.7% versus the same period last year.
0: Uh, Ethanol margins should be improving quite a bit. Um, You're seeing the cash market uh, correct, like the inversions kind of uh, uh, move in the other direction here as uh, we get closer to... New crop harvest so you'd love to see this pace continue throughout the remainder of the marketing year i still think usda may have to come down a little bit with their ethanol number Um, maybe they do that in the july report Uh, we'll see what happens but a better looking number here certainly
1: Two consecutive Fed interest rate hikes may be on the horizon. On Wednesday, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell hinted that policymakers may raise interest rates in July and September. Powell and other policymakers believe more tightening is needed to ease inflation closer to the Fed's 2% target. Data released earlier this week paints a picture of a resilient and growing economy. The data showed positive numbers for durable goods orders, home sales, and consumer confidence. Despite the high likelihood of an economic downturn, Powell doesn't believe that a recession is the most likely scenario.
0: So basically, we had like a one month pause here. The CME Fed tool says there's an 84% chance that we see a quarter point hike on July 26th. And I believe the odds favor additional hikes after that. So we're talking higher rates and for longer. Also, there had been some thought that the Fed could pivot and maybe even start uh, lowering rates. Uh, as early as as like the second half of this year I don't think that happens now I think they're going for higher for longer and this this does affect you guys it, not so much in the markets uh, anymore I don't think I think we're past the point where uh, financial markets are reacting to, to fed hikes but for those of you guys who borrow money which if, if you're farming that's the majority um, this is going to continue to keep your operating money um expensive and, and it may get even more expensive here over the next uh, several months depending on what the fed's Fed decides to do. But yeah, you're looking at at least uh, one more rate hike here in July. What did the cattle market do yesterday?
1: Uh, Cattle futures had a mostly positive day on Wednesday. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of 132 higher. Live cattle futures were mixed, ranging from 42 cents lower to a buck 37 higher. Choice box beef ended the day uh, down at 327.90. It lost a buck 33. Select ended the day at 296.68, that was down 175.
0: Outside markets this morning, guys, U.S. dollars uh, about flat. Stocks are up a little bit. Uh, the s and up 12. The Dow Jones up 92 points. Bonds off a little bit. Uh, crude oil is up 6 cents at 69.63 last trade in the August WTI. Have a great day today, guys. We'll talk to you Friday.